Okay. okay. Yo, I wake up late every morning, managers calling, I'm still yawning. Yeah, I wake up hair and makeup, waiting for you, don't be schooling. This performance is important, I don't think I can put my all in. Hold on, I was rock last night, now it's all kicking in, and I don't feel right. And my number to my brain, who was on my time? Now my phone's on silent, I'm being polite. Now private callers get no love from me, just let me be. Oh my gosh, my days are getting longer. Listening starts now. Not actually, I'd rather catch my Z's and count sheep in my sleep.
Spanking your butthole, you be loving it too. I know you do. That's why I spank your butthole too. Over this freaking reception, just freaking lying. All of a sudden, you get this wolf of whack in your ass. You're just like, oh fuck, what the fuck? What? What? That's what I'm talking about. Cause it's the witching hour, bitches. DJ Witch Bitch only hangs out during the weekends, so you know. Sorry, guys. She ain't hanging out. She only does one day a week. Sorry. So, meanwhile, we are gonna get into the stuffing when I pull out the freaking... the big bird out of the oven. Once I pull out my big bird out of the oven, you know, all grilled up, all crispy like, just want to eat it, con, 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 All them animal rights activists about now be like, oh my God, he talking about eating, oh, oh, yeah, shut the fuck up, dumbass. If you aren't eating them, they'd be fucking eating you and they'd be loving it. They'd be like, dang, I haven't eaten in a week. I'm eating this. All up in your fucking titties. Eating your titties off. You're just laying there. Eating your titties off. They don't give me no shit about fucking eating the bird. They'd be pecking your eyes out. Smacking your eyeballs. Your eyeballs are just fucked. 
just pecked your eyeballs out. You're down there. There's like 20 of them on you. you bat, bat, pecking at your ass. Bat, bat. And you're all upset about fucking me eating some fucking turkey. Shit. Don't be fucking whining like a little bitch. Because if they, if you weren't eating those motherfuckers, they sure as hell be eating your ass. Because if you ain't eating them, they be multiplying like motherfuckers. They be multiplying worse than gremlins. Worse than the COV-19. You'd be wishing you had fucking a germ when you're dead. Because there'd be millions of fucking animals just fucking hungry hippos. Eating like motherfucking zombies. Doesn't matter, they're in packs. Stupid. They're gonna fucking hunt. They're gonna chop you up. You're gonna be like, ah, eat my titties, ah, eat my vagina, ah, eat my toes, ah, ah. Bitch ass whiny fucking activist. You don't know the fuck you're acting. You just go into high school or college. Oh, okay, I'll do that one. I think I'll do that one. <laughs> Fucking lemmings, man. Don't get all butthurt about it. Oh, my God. I'm not listening to your show anymore. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Get on. Get out of here. Don't need your animal rights activist whining ass. Whining about me eating some fucking turkey. I'm going to eat the fuck out of it. There's like 20 of them coming at me. I'll be all shooting my fucking 45 of their ass. Oh, 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 you ain't getting me, peckers. I'm gonna eat your ass. Put your head on the fucking post. Then I'll get that sample sample. And all that shit is on repeat. And it's saying, don't come over here because he will shoot and kill and eat your ass. You know, that's what that means. Be on repeat for like 24 hours, seven days a week. 24 hours, seven days a week. So anyways, we're going to jam on with some Fraser. Check it out. exciting though, isn't it? I was born here, yeah. Yeah, good for you. Oh. How would you like being in jail? <laughs> One, two, three, five, four. Yeah. <laughs> 
somebody you met in prison?
Watching the freeze frame of somebody else's school to SWAT team sniper sights. The battered boy in me, now past every beating, was pumping his fist. I was a temp job nobody, taking orders from the grown-up versions of the guys who used to slam my head in the lockers. When I heard the storm of shell casings raining on a Formica desk, I thought somebody stole a script of my fantasy life and made a movie without me on the set. That night I bought a bottle and made a game out of taking a shot every time they said gothic or clad all in black. I imagined every one of my bullies staring down the business end of a rifle. I staggered drunk through my apartment, slurred over my daughter's crib. They did it. Somebody finally did it. As if their victory made up for my years of defeat. Until her mother hissed at me through the dark. How would you have felt if your daughter was at school that day? All I could say is I wish the killers would save one bullet for me. If someone in my high school would have died every time I had a homicidal impulse, the graduating class would have been me and the kids in ESL. Back in the day, I carried a box cutter under my belt like a security blanket. Back in the day of razor blades and meat cleavers, when my teachers ignored every SOS I carved on my chest. I wasn't old enough to understand that your agony doesn't make you original, and that living is the best form of revenge. But in the end, that's what it all comes down to, using homemade napalm to blow your own life out of proportion. I know what it's like to want to die so bad your hands shake. 
to go to high school rallies and imagine whole rows of faces blown away like one big red wave. I know what it's like to want your cafeteria to be held in a cloud of gunpowder, to be a 12-gauge David spitting buckshot at Goliath. You can only be fed gasoline for so long before you decide to burn your name in their heads. But what these child killers who kill children fail to realize is that the world is so much bigger than your little hellhole of a suburb. A week before Dylan Klebold's massacre, his father drove him to Arizona State University, where he was scheduled to begin in the fall pursuing a degree in computer science. The Thursday before, a shotgun cleaved his skull in two. Eric Harris was refused by a Marine recruiter because he was taking psychiatric medication for obsessive compulsive disorder. Five days later, they were both dead. I imagine Eric and Dylan as 20-somethings, meeting for drinks in a small-town bar, Eric all puffed up from boot camp, Dylan showing off his new website, weddings and children on the way. Imagine him lifting up a pint and laughing at their hit list in high school and how close they came. And here I am, on a frozen spring day, watching two teenagers burn their names in a newsprint. They'll never be anything else. It's 11.15 a.m. Two 20-pound propane bombs sit silent under a cafeteria table as students put their sandwiches back in lunch bags. Sprinklers dry off the lawn. Math props go out one ear and into the other. Words disappear into the teacher's pens. Attendance sheets and chalkboards go blank. Two students stand outside their high school wearing trench coats. They both completed anger management class. They are model employees of Blackjack Pizza. The breakfast their parents made them is still digesting in their stomachs. In three months, they will graduate and never have to set foot in the school again. Eric and Dylan click their guns on safety. They lower barrels glinting in the falling sun. Summer is still waiting forever. The student stares at the wall, wishes he could speed up the arms of the clock. He feels like high school is going to go on forever. It's 11 a.m. Class is just beginning. Graduate and never have to set foot in the school again. Eric and Dylan click their guns on safety. Stand outside their high school wearing trench coats. They both completed anger management class. They are model employees of Blackjack Pizza. The breakfast their parents made them is still digesting in their stomach. In three months, they will graduate and never have to set foot in the school again. Eric. It's 11.15 a.m. Two 20-pound propane bombs sit silent under a cafeteria table as students put their sandwiches back in lunch bags. Sprinklers dry off the lawn. Math props go out one ear and into the other. Words disappear into the teacher's pens. Attendance sheets and chalkboards go blank. Two students stand outside their high school wearing trench coats. They both completed anger management class. They are model employees of Blackjack Pizza. The breakfast their parents made them is still digesting in their stomach. In three months, they will graduate and never have to set foot in the school again. Eric and Dylan click their guns on safety. They lower barrels glinting in the falling sun. Summer is still waiting forever. Students stares at 11.15 a.m. Two 20-pound propane bombs sit silent under a cafeteria table as students put their sandwiches back in lunch bags. Sprinklers dry off the lawn. Math props go out one ear and into the other. Words disappear into the teacher's pens. Attendance sheets and chalkboards go blank. Two students stand outside their high school wearing trench coats. They both completed anger management class. They are model employees of Blackjack Pizza. The breakfast their parents made them is still digesting in their stomach. In three months, they will graduate and never have to set foot in the school again. Eric and Dylan click their guns on safety. They lower barrels glinting in the falling sun. 
Summer is still waiting forever. The student stares at the wall, wishes he could speed up the arms of the clock. It feels like high school is going to go on forever. It's 11 a.m. Class is just beginning, and no one is dead yet. Suicide Kings. You gotta love them. You gotta love the Suicide Kings. Bay Area's finest. Woo! What's up, Jamie? Hope you're doing grand. Love you, brother. Got to tell you right now, the is for broad-minded. I rise. Hold on, oh, oh, oh. broad-minded adults only, and should not be distributed to also to minors of any circumstance whatsoever. Thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, you're so wonderful, so wonderful. I got a fucking fart. Brown, oh, warm sound. Ooh, fuck, I'm rubbing it right now. Ah, oh, fucking. Oh, no brownie squirt, so that was good. Oh, man. You know how the brownie squirts out sometimes. Oh, shoot, time to hit the toilet. Oh, you know how it is. And if you don't, just wait. You'll get older. Oh, bitches. Meanwhile. We better get down and dirty with the Kang. He's going to do a seance.
dead now. <laughs> He's dead. No drugs involved, they say.
and lawyers and teachers and others with special skills that serviced society as a whole. We'll see this configuration change. Flying shuttle increased the pace and productivity of weaving. Weavers then needed a greater amount of thread, so tinkerers made that happen by producing inventions such as the spinning jenny created around 1764 by Crack angels in the household, providing comfort from the various horrors of industrial life, a cultural norm that discouraged women from working outside the home. In the meantime, the classes became civil service FC. These groups also often had a lively cafe culture where they discussed politics and read newspapers, often allowed
Thank you.